0: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Killing.
1: Yeah, I just don't want to talk about it. day. Boo day. <laughs> Boo day. Yeah. Oh. You know what's funny is bummer.
2: when he got sacked. What was that like? The second, like the first one, they were like they went down and scored the field goal. Okay, great. Then we got the ball back and he got sacked. I was like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna go to bed. Was there a game? I on just had thing? a weird vibe That's about so that funny. game, and it yeah. did not just go well. And I surrendered
1: at halftime. As Joe's- soon as we.
3: The, I was Chris, at dinner. I missed the – what happened to his hand? Did that happen during the game or yeah. was that a pre It was the
2: second – well, what happened was yesterday or two days ago, Thursday, when they got off the plane in Baltimore, he had a like a Braise. bandage on uh-huh. his hand. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, my gosh, he's hurt, he's hurt, he's hurt. But right. then people came out and said, no, that was one of those like uh, PlayStation or like iPad, whatever, where you can play games and have the glove on. So okay. like an iPad glove. So then everybody was like, is he hurt? Is he not hurt? So then in warm-ups, they really focused on him, and he was fine. Like, he had no wrist problems. He had no bandage on his wrist. He had nothing like that happening, you know, and then he went into the second quarter, and he, like, I think he got kind of hit, and then the second time he threw the ball, you could definitely see him wincing. Like, he, like, he was over
3: Yeah, hurt. We, we got home. We sat down. We turned the TV on. And they had a camera on the sidelines that showed him practice throwing, and he just, like, collapsed. Like, the the ball just fell out of his hands, and and he he, just doubled over.
2: And then he left the field. Yeah. And he was, like, done. I'm like, what just happened? Yeah.
3: We just got here.
2: That was, yeah. Uh, Not great. So we uh, lost 34 to 20.
3: (laughs) Okay. Uh, We have a lot of other things we're going to hit on, too, this morning. A Philadelphia radio station is taking a stand against Taylor Swift.
1: Ooh. Chiefs are playing there this weekend. I got gotcha. you. Yeah.
3: David Letterman is returning to the late show and is Snoop Dogg giving up smoke? We have a lot to get you caught up on the first e news of the day. This
0: is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2: Feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
0: Surgery has an
3: art. You know, today was National Unfriend Day. Yes, it is. Do you
1: have anyone you need to get rid of?
3: I, I don't know. I'm not on it enough to get pissed off by anyone, really. <laughs> I miss a lot of stuff on social media, but this is something that Jimmy Kimmel began on his show to promote unfriending people on Facebook. Uh-huh. And obviously, social media is popular for dirty memes, and uh, a lot of the time, it's at someone else's expense. So, I don't know. Maybe uh, today's a great day to drop friends, friends who really aren't. Yeah. Or someone you're just like, why are we even friends? I I don't even know I don't you. Know you? I don't like and your posts. That are you annoying. No. But it'll be interesting to see people who are like, "Wait a minute! I had 562 friends yesterday. <laughs> Why do I only have 525?"
1: Yeah.
2: Do you even know how many Facebook friends you have?
3: Nope. Well, m- mine's limited. Like I can't add anymore. Five thousand. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, five thousand is what you can get to before you have to flip to a page.
3: And I, yeah, I'm not doing that. But uh, Snoop Dogg is making headlines this morning. Is Snoop Dogg giving up smoke? David Letterman returning to The Late Show. We've got both those stories here coming up. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News. With Taylor Swift this morning.
1: Taylor Swift. Okay, so there is another Q102 in the world. It is in Philadelphia.
3: Are we? Do we own this Q102 in
1: Philadelphia? We do not own this Q102 in Philadelphia. But people ask us that all the time.
3: So we're so they're called. They call themselves Q102. Yeah, but it's a different company entirely.
1: Correct. A lot of people will find them, like if they go searching for us on social media.
3: They, they get confused They'll with get us confused. versus the Philadelphia Q102. Correct. Do they play the same music? It's the top 40. So pretty yeah. much the same pretty thing. Much.
1: So the Eagles are playing the Chiefs Monday night in Kansas City. And, of course, you know, Taylor's been all in on the Chiefs since she started hooking up with Travis Kelsey. hmm Well, Q102 has decided to ditch Taylor in favor of City Pride. They will not play any of her music this weekend all the way through Monday. She'll return to their airwaves on Tuesday. But that's a big chunk out of (laughs) out of the playlist out of their playlist during the day because they're probably playing
3: five six seven
1: eight nine ten Taylor Swift records right. Right. That's funny. So the station said this weekend the only Swift and Kelsey we recognize play for the birds, and that would be DeAndre Swift and Travis's brother Jason Kelsey. Oh, this will be the first meeting between these two teams since the Chiefs beat the Eagles in Super Bowl Fifty Seven. But there is more. More. Important meeting happening on Monday night for the first time in the history of the NFL. Taylor and Travis's parents will be formally introduced. Oh, oh wow. Boy. Big uh, night. Huh? A lot of so pressure. That's that must be serious if the parents are getting together, right? Yes. Yeah. It's something. It's going to happen, kids. Yeah.
2: You know, I would, like... Can you only imagine how many times they're gonna go how many times they're gonna go to that booth or oh that God. suite where they are? It's
1: gonna be never ending. It's gonna be
2: like the play goes off and then they go up there. The, booth. the play Every goes bit. off and yeah. then they go up there. Because yeah.
1: yeah. now you got twice as many plays yes. being
3: performed by a Kelsey.
2: Right. They're gonna be like, What did Mama Kelsey think of that? What did Taylor think
1: of that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but to be clear, this is Q one oh two in Philadelphia.
1: Yes. We will continue to ex- pound these Taylor Swift records yeah, we all con- weekend long.
3: Beat the daylights out of Taylor Swift music <laughs> on Q102 Cincy. <laughs> that's right. So, all you folks that listen to Q102 in Philadelphia, yeah, <laughs> you're missing out on your Taylor Swift. Check Found out here. Q102 Cincy. <laughs> that's funny. It's a better radio station, anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break coming up. Latest on David Letterman returning to the late show.
0: And Snoop Dogg giving up something. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
3: all of this is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so
3: the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. First host of The Late Show. He left NBC to start it in 1993 after Jay Leno was chosen over him for the Tonight Show gig. Yeah, that was a crazy story. I don't know if you remember this, Fritchie, but like way back in the day, you might have been too young, but uh, but, but Johnny Carson had been doing The Tonight Show forever, for decades. longer than, you know, long before we were even born. And when he retired, uh, everybody assumed that David Letterman was the heir apparent because he had the show after The Tonight Show. So they just assumed they were going to bump him up to 1130 to take over The Tonight Show, and then they'd hire a newbie for the for the midnight, you know, to twelve thirty show or whatnot, and they ended up picking Jay Leno, and everybody was like, "What?"
1: He was Carson's big fill-in. Who Joan Rivers? True. Joan Rivers was like Carson's number one fill-in for. Forever. forever and, there and then was, they had
3: a falling out
1: yeah because people thought she was the heir apparent there for a really long time and then they had some kind of falling out right and then everybody thought it would be letterman and it ended up being leno and letterman was pissed
3: oh yeah he was he was mad. he was pissed off at nbc because he was like come on honest to god really like you know and and they, he had really strong numbers for twelve thirty a.m and yeah, he was no
1: hilarious doubt.
2: So what did Very they end funny. up doing? How did he end up getting his own show? He's, they just created
3: he, it for he quit. him? He quit. He was just like, F you, I'm leaving at the end so of my contract. So he left NBC when his contract was over, and he had to sit out and non-compete. And, uh, and
1: CBS Lawrence
3: Tish from CBS had been wooing him anyway. He had wanted to get his hands on him, and he was like, we're going to – because CBS had never had anything like that at 1130 at night. Mm-hmm. So they said, we want – to go up against Jay Leno, and we think you could take it. We think you could beat him. Mm-hmm,
5: that's cool. And we're going
3: to give you whatever you want. They gave him his own dedicated studio, which is that theater in New York, right there on Broadway, the Ed Sullivan uh, Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah right next one.
2: to the um where the Rockettes are and all that stuff.
3: It, uh,
1: Radio City Music Hall.
2: It's yeah. it's
3: within walking distance of Radio City. I just but remember
2: seeing it like on that same area,
3: right. But David Letterman was such a huge fan of Ed Sullivan as a kid growing up that that was a huge gesture for him. That you know you're you're giving me the studio, you're going to refurbish it. I mean that place was was a it a was dump. an abandoned dump. Yeah. <laughs> and so they completely refurbished that thing and they basically uh, gave, let him write his own ticket, do whatever he wanted.
2: And then he stayed there for a million years, right?
3: He did. And it was funny because NBC was pissed. You know, they tried to shut him down. Like they said, you can't use any of the bits that you did.
1: And he had some, I mean, the top 10 list and what.
3: The top 10 list, uh, stupid cam. pet tricks. Yeah.
1: There was a monkey cam. <laughs>
3: right. So he actually just went ahead and basically did the bits anyway. Just kind maybe of changed the them. name or maybe
1: yeah.
3: altering Re-vantum. them a little bit. But. Yeah, for the most part. And then he, he was wickedly successful. He did really well there. and so He beat Leno. He did. So that was in 1993, and then he finally retired in 2015 after 22 seasons. Yeah. And uh, since then, he has not done the late show. He did appear on James Corden's final late, late show earlier this year. Uh, he's also been on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and he's been a guest on Late Night with Seth Meyers. But he's never set foot in that theater, in that studio, since he retired. I wonder
1: how weird that'll be for him. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be very nostalgic,
4: you know, don't you think, going back? He's going to throw a pencil for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. Right. Fling a pencil. (laughs) Well, I just remember, too, like he was the one that it always felt like he was so good at interviewing other people
3: Mm -hmm. that it's
2: very interesting to me to watch him be interviewed.
3: Yeah. I feel like a year or two went by where he, between sitting out the non-compete and then kind of like getting the new show up and running, it might have been a couple of years that he was kind of gone before he reemerged. And, I mean, that was like top story, front page news when he made that deal with CBS. And they had pictures of him up there at the big press conference. And everybody was there from the media. And there's the picture of him with the big CBSI logo behind him, shaking hands with the head of CBS.
1: And then him and Leno, they just did not like each other. Oh, man. At they went all. at it. Yeah. It was crazy. Huh. Well, that'll be fun to watch. Right. All right. So Dick Van Dyke is turning 98 on December 13th. Wow. And CBS is doing a special called Dick Van Dyke 98 Years of Magic, and it's going to air on December 21st. Some people are thinking maybe this isn't a really great idea. So, it could be a really good idea. This is why. Betty White's 100th anniversary special. All set to be filmed with a release date of January 2022. Hmm. Ugh. So, Betty died on New Year's Eve of 2021, two weeks before her 100th birthday. Wow. Right? So... 100 is a great number to shoot for but CBS obviously learned from Betty and chose to celebrate Dick sooner rather than later. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they're thinking this is this is why it's a good idea. Let's do it now. Yeah, right. Let's do it now. But it could be a bad idea because what if it's a jinx? Because hmm. you know, did CBS kill Betty White?
2: Oh, <laughs> no way. And
1: will they, you know, if they do it if they do a Dick Van Dyke special or they Dooming him as well.
4: No, people are going to watch it. They're going to flip on CBS. They're going to be like,
3: oh, Diagnosis
4: Murder's back on. (laughs)
0: Love it. That's
3: funny. Uh, Yeah. So a million years ago, a guy walks into an agent's office, and he says, I want to be famous. And the agent said, well, I can't make you famous if you don't have any talent. What can you do? He said, I can dance. I can sing. I can act. Mm-hmm. I can do it all. He said, well, let's see you do it. So this guy standing in the agent's office, he launches into this, this singing and dancing routine, and he's doing stand-up, and he's cracking jokes, and, uh, you know, he's, he, I mean, this agent's sitting at his desk. He's like, oh, my God, this guy really is amazing. Uh-huh. Like, he's the triple threat. He's the,
0: he's he's the full Monty.
3: And he said, you convinced me. I will represent you, and I will make you famous. What's your name, son? He said, Penis Van Lesbian. <laughs> Penis Van Lesbian? I can't.
1: We got to change that.
3: We got to change that name. You. No one's going to call you Penis Van Lesbian. Let me come up with something else. And he thought about it. You need an alias.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Did you make that up? No. No, I saw that somewhere.
2: There's no way. I heard it. When I heard you say it, I was like, oh, I absolutely <laughs> I heard was this going. joke somewhere. That's funny. I'm yeah. going to give you a couple of.
5: <laughs> oh,
1: God. You guys. Jeffrey.
2: Birthday weekend. I'll allow it. He's already drinking. I know. Yeah.
1: All right, so ABC announced new post-strike premiere dates. They're bringing back Grey's Anatomy on Thursday, March 14th, followed by the return of Station 19. Ooh. The Bachelor is back January 22nd. What
2: ever happened with the Golden Bachelor? Has anybody, does he pick his lady yet? Is that,
1: is that over yet? It's, it's got to be over, right? I bet it's over next week, right oh, before Thanksgiving. bingo, yeah. I bet. All right, so The Connors Not Dead Yet, Abbott Elementary back on February 7th. That's a cute show. Yeah. American Idol... And Yay. what would you do return on Sunday, February 18th? Will Trent, the Rookie and the Good Doctor, back on February 20th? Gosh, so,
2: Grey's Anatomy is not until March.
1: New shows. Yep.
2: I don't even remember how it ended last. I'm it's still watching, though, by the way. It's been 472 years. Good for you. Not going to give up on it.
1: Nope, why <laughs> should you? <ya? laughs>
2: Just like Lost, man. It's I never know. getting old for me, man. No. I know
1: it.
3: All right, and finally, Rolling Stone posted an article yesterday about this weird phenomenon of people in the U.S. who seem to think they remember seeing a Super Bowl commercial with Britney Spears, Beyonce, and Pink dressed as Roman gladiators and singing We Will Rock You in the Coliseum.
2: Okay. I do remember a commercial like that, but I thought Shakira was in it.
3: No, and it never aired during the Super Bowl. But all these people think, swear, they saw it. Well, they might have seen it, but it never aired during the Super Bowl or even in the U.S. for that matter. Hmm. It was a three-minute major production that was shot in 2004, and it's been reposted on YouTube many times, but the videos collectively have... Well over 50 million views, which would explain why so many people thought they saw it on television.
5: Gotcha. But
3: Queen, Queens uh, Brian May and Roger Taylor are in the stands during the ad, which is kind of a, a, a tribute there to Queen. Uh, Taylor bangs on a drum from that era. Enrique Iglesias plays the Emperor, and uh, here's the audio
0: of the spot in case. you're This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q 102.
3: Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning?
1: I'm good. How are you guys? Excellent. You went awesome. I got your headlines here. Two of them are fake and one of them is real. If you can identify the real one, we're going to send you to see Alanis Morissette. Does that sound fantastic? Yes, it does. I know it does. I'm excited. All right. (laughs) Which one is it? Is it A? A fugitive hid from police in a porta potty until it got tipped over. Is it B? Thief hiding in dumpster gets attacked by family of raccoons? Or C, Guy steals car and slams it into the back of a manure truck.
6: I'm going to go with A. You're right.
1: Oh, my God. You yeah. did it. All by yourself.
6: My wife's going to be so happy.
3: Hey. <laughs> That's great. Yep. Yeah, a car thief in Wisconsin got the runs this week in Ew. more ways than one. <laughs> On Wednesday, there was a police chase in Wisconsin where cops were pursuing a stolen car. The car eventually lost control and crashed, and the four suspects inside made a run for it. And at least two of them started running through a golf course across the street, and one of them ducked into a porta potty on the course.
2: That was a dumb decision.
3: <laughs> well, a quick thinking golfer saw the fugitive go into the porta potty and decided to take matters into his own hands. By pushing it over. Ew. Yeah, with the door side down. With the door right. side down so trapping out. the guy in there. Yeah. So assuming that was his plan, that's so funny. It worked. Here's the golfer that did the tipping. His name is Adam Westermeyer. Along with golfer Alyssa Boland. There was no thought. I just knew what the right thing
0: was to do, and I did it.
6: Adam uh, tipped it over and heard the sloshing uh, oh. from the porta potty.
0: Oh. It was oh. literally a crappy situation. Wow, that's pretty good.
1: You wonder how often those get cleaned. I always think that when I see one on a golf course or just a random one. Like, yes, they're, they're where they're building the Dorothy Lane Market in like Mason. You know, I drive site. by that and there's a portalette just yeah. sitting right there. I'm like, yeah. wonder how often they come by. Well,
4: there's one in my driveway because they're building a house next door. Okay. We're going co- uh, close to two years now and it's been there in my driveway for about that long. They come once a week. Do they really? Come once a week. And yeah. you know, Interesting. I, I know because A, it stinks gotcha. when they suck it out. Sure. And B, they have to use the driveway, so I can sometimes not oh, wow. get in and out because oh. there's a poop truck there. There you oh, go. No. Yeah. So
3: the contractors we're working with offered to get a porta potty because they're going to be in our house for the next three months, basically. Right. And we opted against it. We said, you know, it's fine. Just use the powder room bathroom. Like See, the I think
2: so too. Like, I don't want a portalette. If it was outside either. work no. and it was
4: muddy and dirty, sure.
3: But they told us they said, you know, they could they come every week and they they're going to you know, be in the
1: house, right? They're, they're going to be in, in the, the house here. already. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Anyway, police have caught at least two of the four suspected thieves, uh, the stinky one and the other one. This is actually the second time this fall a criminal has attempted to hide in a porta potty and later regretted it. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. So there oh, you course. go. It is 18 after 7 with Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q102. Still licking our wounds from last night's game in Baltimore. I you
2: know. Joe did not do a press conference either after the game, guys. He just walked out
3: yeah. with
2: his brace on his wrist.
3: He just looked so Deflated. defeated and frustrated yeah. last night. Yeah. So, in case you missed it there was video yesterday that seemed to show Joe Burrow wearing a brace on his right wrist or hand or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of grainy. So you couldn't really tell as he's walking to the stadium. And once people noticed it, the Bengals immediately took it down. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, they could potentially be in trouble with the league if he had some previous injury to it and they didn't report it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, later. Now I guess some people are saying that he was wearing an iPad glove or something.
5: Yeah. Cuz he he like was that.
3: carrying an iPad in the same hand, so it would it would stand a reason. So what is
1: the gl- explain to me what the iPad glove does exactly?
2: You could do like move things around, you can write with it, you can draw with it, you could play games with it. It's could he have been
1: overusing his wrist like, you know, with <laughs> that like you could get carpal tunnel from typing that too much? I had that thought. So, I mean, maybe you know aren't we all gonna what have a way, tunnel what an inju- what an injury that would be from playing on your iPhone or your iPad and wearing a glove?
2: Well, a lot of people like the glove though because it does help you like fine tune. for example, like if he had all of his plays on that iPad and he could use that glove to move things around or mm-hmm. say, "We need to have this guy go this way, and he could draw on there or whatever it is, yeah. So that's very helpful. You probably have seen them in other sports shows where they have it and they're kind of drawing on the iPad right. with the glove.
3: Well, having said all that, I, I missed what happened because we were at dinner mm-hmm. and we didn't come home, and I sat down in front of the TV when we finally got home from dinner, and all I see is Joe Burrow in the sidelines attempting to do a couple practice throws, and he, he couldn't even grip the ball. He winced in pain, doubled over, tried it again, and he was just like, he just shook his head and threw his hands up and walked off the field. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Yeah.
2: Well, there's a couple of things, though. Like, he, so he got hit, and then he got back up, and he threw the ball, and that's when he winced. So then he left, and then you saw that part Jeff just described. And then he left and went to the locker room. But the thing is, we have 10, you know, if even if he sprained his wrist, which is what Zach Taylor is saying, Mm-hmm. We've got ten days for him Ugh, to get it together.
3: Right. I, I have no idea. I uh, all the information I have is is two seconds worth. Uh, it looks like he sprained his wrist. So fell on mm-hmm. it early in the game and then felt it on the touchdown pass. Are they still saying he sprained his wrist this morning. Is that yeah, the latest? That's
2: the latest. I'm sure that's they're going to do a, a They're a sticking conference. to
3: it. Yeah. yeah, I'll give Zach Taylor credit though. I mean, he is still, despite everything that happened, because you know a lot of a lot of Bengals fans feel like we lost more ways than one last night yeah. yet he's still holding on to that optimism we're not gonna let one game define us this was certainly a big game for us our guys were excited about it on the road it didn't go our way and in a long season like this what you got to do is be able to regroup and, and we know what kind of guys we got in the locker room we've done this kind of situation before we got a rally here great opportunity at home against pittsburgh to get started on that track so don't get it twisted on what kind of team we have we got a chance to regroup and all the things that we really wanted to do are still in front of us. Yeah, so the Bengals oh, are now 5-5. and five. They don't play again until next Sunday, as you heard him say. That's the 26th here against Pittsburgh. Yeah. A lot of
4: injuries, though. T's out. Sam's yeah. out. Yoshi's out. Uh, didn't someone else get injured Cam last Taylor night? Britt yeah, fell and went out last night. night.
1: But I mean, the, some crazy stuff has to happen for us to make it to the playoffs at this point. Listen,
2: stranger things have happened, Correct. Jennifer.
4: The last three seasons have been I crazy <laughs> for the
2: Bengals. Well, and that's <laughs> but I if was we have we last place in the division So that's what I was at telling you though, yesterday. So and then I shared this again on my uh, personal Instagram story is... The Bengals when they were five and four. So in two thousand and one, the Bengals started five and four and went to the Super Bowl. In two thousand and two, the Bengals started five and four and went to the ALC divisional playoff game. Okay. Did well, how so, about when we were five and five? So did so that's what I was going to say. The Bengals <laughs> were five and five then in twenty twenty three and went to the Super Bowl. Okay,
3: we waiting why for the not? new graphic That's the so story we're going to write.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but I am going to the Pittsburgh game, so I'll be there. I'll be your official sideline reporter. Letting you know how everything's working out. Okay. It's a one o'clock game. Okay. Hopefully, everybody will be, you know, hydrated, healed, and happy.
4: I do have some good football news I would like to share. For the first time in program history, Mount St. Joe on the West Side, their football team, the Lions, We'll play on Saturday, tomorrow, one o'clock, uh, and they are in like they're gonna win the championship, like and a bowl state game?
1: championship.
4: Yeah, it's like no, like their whatever league,
2: their division,
4: Mont Saint in.
1: Oh yay!
2: That's so, exciting. It's it's great. That's
4: cool. And also, the number one dodgeball team in the country is the University of Cincinnati. There's
3: wow, look at that! What about I oh, no. That's what I said. Oh, that's and cool. uh,
2: one more thing, Reds. Single game tickets go on sale today at 9 a.m. If you want to look forward to the baseball season.
4: Except for opening day.
2: Yeah, except for
3: opening day. But, (laughs) you
2: know, I mean, there's so many great things happening. out.
3: Good day to get those businessman specials, though. Yeah,
2: let's get those fun times
1: going.
3: Planning out the season.
2: Put it on the calendar.
3: All right, 724, mostly cloudy skies today. Expecting some rain showers uh, to move in. Looking out. Can't tell if that's wet pavement or not. It's so gray and dark out there but uh, the heaviest rain is expected around midday today tapering off late this afternoon and into this evening with a high around 61 and uh, that's where we're sitting now 61 here at Q. this is the
0: jeff and jen morning show on q102
3: Or did I read it? Oh boy, here we
1: go. Was it about mashed? Somebody's potatoes? got a birthday coming up this weekend, and things are starting to blur. Yep. <laughs>
3: no, I had a. I think I had a dream last night that we had completed the home round, and we were on to the next round.
4: I think what you're thinking of is Joe sent an email. With, okay. With, with with scripts for the next round. Oh, got it.
3: Got it. Oh, okay. That's that what, what happened. I, okay. Totally. Yeah. So that little seed. Uh-huh. Planted a full on dream.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute, was I there? <laughs> Where
3: that happened. You might have been. I'm just kidding.
2: Do we are we allowed? We are not that's how say, my no. brain
3: works. We're not yeah, allowed to say inter- what the it's next round is.
2: It is. I don't even know.
3: Well, I'm not gonna give it away then. I'm not gonna tell you what my
2: dream was. Am I gonna like it?
3: That'll ruin. I had a premonition. Okay. Okay. Someone asked people to name the best decade for radio. And I guess, you know, what the, what they mean by that question is, you know, depending on how old you are or how long you've been listening to the radio, you're obviously listening to a form of the radio right now throughout your entire life. Was there one decade. particular decade over another that you feel – Radio was at its best for whatever reason you think, whether it be
1: the music,
3: b- the music that the you listen talent. to, the personalities on those yeah. radio stations, whatever.
1: I don't you think most people are going to choose the decade where they were either in their teens in you know the glory years or in their twenties where they're just living a life of freedom and craziness. Don't you think most everybody will pick one of those two decades?
3: Yeah, probably. For me, you know, I, I was a kid who was, I was a little kid growing up in the 70s, and to me, radio sounded bigger than life, because there was no other, there was no other audio medium, you know? Yeah. And, and I grew up in, in Boston, which is a, a great city in terms of talent. hmm Great radio stations with high production value. Mm-hmm. And they just sounded monstrous. You know, they were full service. They provided everything, news, sports, weather, music. I mean, entertainment, Yeah, really uh, smart, funny, colorful personalities. Right. They just hit it on every level. Yeah. And it's what attracted me to it in the first place. And, you know, if you listen to, like, old tapes of that kind of radio now, it probably sounds sort of cheesy and just really outdated. But at the time, it's... It's exactly what the audience needed because they didn't have any other source. Yeah, you know besides television, but you you couldn't take television with you.
1: Mm-mm.
3: But then to to Jen's point, the music of your teen years, you know, for me was in my eighties, mm-hmm. was in the eighties, and and that's when I was getting into radio. Yeah, and I was so excited to just. Be a part of that because I was playing music that I loved. Yeah, I knew anything and everything there was to know about the artists. Mm-hmm. I was excited to be a part of it. I was excited to be able to meet some of the artists that I was playing on the I mean, It was a it was a dream come true for me.
1: Yeah,
2: you guys had to like working in radio before they put like all the rules into effect.
1: There were no rules in the 90s at the radio station. I bet that was a blast. I was, yeah, I was 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 in charge. There was one. And and it was my job to tell the new jocks exactly what the one rule is.
3: And what is that one rule, Jen?
1: Just don't lose the license. That was
4: my, I had two. (laughs) Don't F with the log and don't lose the license. Uh, That was my two rules when I I got into it. So the way
2: that you would have lost the license would have been like cuss words, Scary, like
3: Yeah, I mean, something that would have, would have got would got have the radio station shut down by the FCC. It would have had to have been like a super grotesque yeah. violation for yeah. that to happen.
1: And we had an idiot. There was an idiot. He ended up getting fired. I'm surprised we didn't get into more trouble because it was when Hanson was really big. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, the when boy band did,
3: Hanson. Yeah, boy was band huge Hanson, at the time.
1: And he went on the air and he said, if you want to call one of the Hanson brothers, their direct line is one 911. Oh. Something, 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 something and so you know all these kids who don't know no better. We're calling 911 one. Yes. right so, yeah, yeah. Don't
2: I do that so if you're listening. T-
3: and right. that, don't that ever be, do that. Obviously, is a public safety issue right. and just a stupid, dumb move.
2: Yeah, and that didn't lose your license.
3: It yeah. almost did.
2: Wow, but it, it got him fired. Yeah, it, yeah. it got
3: us the station that we work for in a lot of trouble. It did. Yeah,
2: but I mean, even when you watch, like, older movies and they talk about, like, how people were paying radio stations to play the songs, but yet giving you, like, great trips and places to go, like, before all that became illegal, I'm sure that was a blast. Not that you worked during that time. It's just like, you know,
3: the yeah, olden so, days. Right, so Fritch is talking about how radio stations just would give out cash, brand new cars, yeah. these huge concert trips like all over the world. And and they would they would hand it out like it was free water, right. bottles of water. Like, I mean, they this just, is
2: like decades ago. There
3: was like an endless supply where stations seemingly had these budgets where they were giving away nothing but cash, cars, and concerts. And that was our promotion once of so cash, cars, and concerts all summer long. And we were sending people like to London. to
1: yeah. I mean, giving away cars, that was an annual thing. We were always giving away cars.
3: I worked for a station in the early 90s where we flew plane loads of listeners, including all of the DJs, to London to do a week's worth of live broadcasts and a big, huge party at the Ministry of Sound. Wow. Um, But at the time, all those things weren't really mostly being paid by the radio stations. They were being paid by independent promoters. Right. Mm -hmm. Which became legally problematic.
2: Yeah. yeah, and you can see
1: why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was sweet, man. If we, if we if we were going on vacation, miraculously our plane tickets were paid for. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's, it's kind of crazy. But
3: payola is yeah. illegal, right? And, I was and so say. It, it went to uh, you know a decades there old a practice, yeah, uh, that was basically shut down in the sixties and seventies, where. You know, record companies would basically pay program directors and DJs money to play their songs. And, uh, you know, there were congressional hearings and the the FCC basically shut that practice down. And so the workaround was instead of the labels paying the DJs and the radio stations directly, the record labels would hire out these independent contractors, a middleman, basically, (laughs) an independent contractor or an independent promoter, quote unquote, who would. Basically serve the same function. So an independent promoter could theoretically work for multiple record labels at the same time. Mm-hmm. But the goal was we want to get this song on the radio, and these independent promoters were paid ridiculous money. Yeah. Like scandalous Crazy. money. Yeah. They and, did very well. And they would share a lot of that with radio stations, especially like small market, struggling radio stations that didn't have the budgets for things like big cash giveaways. Concerts, concerts cars, like and you know, cash. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, but you know, you got to keep in mind, though, too. I mean, if they're out there pushing a crappy record, it's like it's not going to serve the radio station to play it. Correct. So didn't stop
3: a lot of them from doing it anyway. St-
1: exactly. Very true. But in the end, that would. You know, bite the radio station in the butt. They're really playing that black box strike it
4: up song a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but I
2: remember watching the, like, the Mm. Temptations show on Broadway. I think it was the Temptations. And they were talking about how, like, they could make or break artists just based on what they were able to pull off like that. And that was like you were saying, Jeff, during the 60s and 70s. And it was always like somebody was on the take somewhere trying to make it happen with certain artists.
3: Yeah, and there was a lot of drugs, too, in the business. And that was also a form of currency for... A lot of people. For sure. Yep. So eventually that all got shut down. And, you know, here we are. We're living in the present. And so anytime we're able to come up with stuff like that, it's either A, like legit paid for out of our own budget. Yeah. Mm Or it's traded out. You know, it's a promotional trade with whoever the in- business is. So let's say, like, you know, we're giving away a brand-new car. Well, ju- I'm just using this as a hypothetical right. example. You know, that would be based on, a, say, a trade relationship with the dealership that's providing the car. Right. Mm-hmm. So in exchange for the car, let's say they're getting, I don't know, a certain amount of advertising time on the station.
1: Right. Man, I—, I- Access to concert tickets used to be just mind blowing.
3: Flowed like easy, water.
1: How easy it would be. I need I need a pair of front row. I need I need, you know, meet and greet. I need backstage passes. Right. Done. Done. Just done. We go into our program director's office and just say, Hey, can you huh? Yeah, sure. Hang on. Hey, can I meet Madonna? Sure. Call. Let yeah, me call. Yeah, let's do it. And it would be in other cities too. It wouldn't even just necessarily be our own city. We wow. could get tickets. Kind of anywhere.
3: Yeah, it's not like that anymore. No,
1: it ain't. <laughs> not even close. Nope. Yeah.
3: But that's okay. Yeah. I mean, this job is still a ton of fun.
1: But if you were to ask us which decade radio was at From the best. perspective of somebody who's working it. Exactly. Our perspective is gonna be Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, For definitely sure. late eighties, early nineties, I guess. Yeah. But they asked listeners mm-hmm. the same question. You know, think about your entire life. Think about you know, all those years that maybe you listened to radio growing up as a kid, you know, would you say it was better then for whatever reason because it was playing all your favorite songs that you loved growing up as a kid, or is it today? Basically, it's a three-way tie between the 1970s, the 1980s, and right now. (laughs) 70s, 80s, and now. 70s, Uh 80s, and right now. The 70s and 80s are tied for first, but the 2020s finished just a single percentage point behind. So I guess that's good. I guess that's encouraging.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, as far as music, the 80s got the most votes.
4: Wow. Well, there was good music then. Yeah.
2: yeah. I would have said the 90s, though, because I liked that whole boy, see, that was your... boy band
1: hip-hop era. Yeah.
3: Um, As far as movies, the 80s also got the most votes. <laughs> They had
1: the best coming-of-age movies, you know. Oh, the the 80s? Yeah, Yeah.
3: you know.
4: And my favorite Thanksgiving movie of all time. Which is? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, that is a doozy. Oh, yeah.
3: But as far as television is concerned, the respondents said the 2020s are by far absolutely the best, probably because of all the choices you have now. Mm -hmm. Selling Sunset.
2: Well, no, I mean, but think about all the good shows that are out right now. Like, you guys love The Crown, The Morning Show. Yeah. I mean, we had, uh, what was the other one that we were all watching forever? Ozark. What's just so different about it, though,
1: is it's like, back when there were only a handful of channels that were doing regular shows, Mm -hmm. like back then, HBO, you know, none of those, there wasn't any of the, you had the networks, and that's all you had. So everybody was watching the same stuff. So you always had a show in common with most everybody you worked with, with all of your friends, and you would have that to talk about. Yes. Now everybody's watching different stuff. Right. Yes. That is something I enjoy, though, when you guys recommend
2: other stuff or when I hear people saying, oh, my gosh, you haven't watched this yet, or you got to watch that. But you're right, because I remember days when I first worked with you guys and we would all be watching Grey's Mm -hmm. Anatomy. Like, Mm -hmm. every person in the building, yep. was tuned in when, you know, McSteamy and Addison hooked up. Yep. It was just like, what? Yep.
3: Is she still on the show or does she leave the show? She's,
2: she's back. She's, oh, she's, she's back. Yeah, well, she kind of comes and goes. But the show is uh, ending,
3: though, right? No. Nope,
2: it's oh. not. I mean, it's been signed on, I think, through 2045. So
3: she must have worked. it. kidding. She must have worked out a deal then.
2: Yeah, she comes and goes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. So there you have it. The 2020s for television. Best decade, best decade for radio, 2020s, just behind, one percentage point behind.
0: This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: is looking for a second date update with a guy named Joey. Hi, Amelia. How are you?
7: I'm good. How are you?
3: All right. So let's start from the beginning. How'd you meet Joey and how'd the first date go?
7: Well, so I met him at a Halloween party. Um, I guess this year I was just kind of feeling pretty unoriginal and so I just wore like an old naughty nurse costume. Oh, that's uh, well, I mean, you can never go wrong with a nurse costume, right? Like, yeah. especially if you're you know, well,
5: looking
3: to hook up. Well, I used to, back in the day, I would just show up, because I was lazy, and I would just show up in a trench coat with nothing on underneath it except a pair of boxer shorts and...
2: And be a creeper. Yeah,
3: glorifying <laughs> a flasher, basically. <laughs> but, you know, that's probably not the best idea.
2: But nurse is easy. She's right. I mean, you could do, like, naughty nurse, or you could just put on scrubs and walk around. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Can you still get away with that? Like, for politically correct, nobody gave you a hassle for objectifying nurses?
2: No,
7: not at all. I mean, you know, Halloween is kind of one of those holidays where everybody is just kind of looking to cut loose and, uh, you know, maybe get a little action. So I I don't think anybody was thinking too hard about anything.
3: Okay. So you go as a naughty nurse. You meet Joey. What was he dressed up as? (laughs) So he was a spike protein. (laughs) He was a what? spike
7: protein? Yes.
3: What is that, related to COVID or something?
7: Yeah. All right. It seemed like a good fit, so you know he was like telling me to spank him and punish him for being a bad boy and all this other stuff. Plus he's I mean, a spike was, you know, protein? Yeah, like he's caused all these problems, and I'm here to to put him in line and uh, take it down. Know, it a, yeah, for sure. It was, yeah, <laughs> I know, it was. I mean, we were having a really good time, and also we're having a lot to drink. So eventually, he kind of like. Like, do you want to take me into isolation at my place? and so (laughs) And I did. So we had a lot of fun. We never, like, talked about dating or anything serious like that. Like, we actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, we didn't even talk about whether or not we were actually single. So I guess that could be problem
2: Uh-oh.
7: Uh, i am definitely but i guess maybe he's not i don't know maybe you
2: just kind of assume since like he was kind of hitting on you and you were kind of hitting on yeah. him that everyone in the room was available
7: yep it didn't even occur to me until just now that that could actually be why i haven't heard back from him Yeah. Oh, yeah. And
3: and you didn't spend a whole lot of time talking and getting to know each other. Most of it was just surface, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. It was pretty
7: much just like, let's have a good time and, you know, (laughs) joke around and and fool around. and, And it was super fun, but I guess, I don't know. But because it was so much fun and it felt like really easy, I definitely was hoping to hear back from him. And he said that he would call me and... He didn't, and I'm just kind of bummed because I guess I shouldn't expect anything. It was a Halloween hookup, and for all I know, he's not even actually single, but it was fun, and I liked him, and I guess I was hoping to, at some point in the future, talk to him again sober to see if there's, you know, opportunities for more, so.
3: Yeah. So if I say to you, I'll poll everyone in the room, including you. If I say to you, I'll give you a call. Do you believe me? No. You don't believe me?
2: I don't. Why?
3: Is it my delivery? Is it the expression of my face? It's,
1: it's I'll give you a call. It is. It's yeah. just far too vague. Mm-hmm. If you said something like, I'll text you in the morning, I'll call you in the morning, that would help a little bit. Yeah,
2: but c- I give you a call means when? And 2023?
4: Yeah. Maybe. I I'll give you a call. I would take that as a 50-50. Yeah.
1: yeah. I wouldn't. I'd be like, well, I guess we're never talking How again. How about... How about think? let me know of a couple times in the next week or so that you'd be
3: available? Oh, you're trying to nail me down. I feel like Ooh. this is real.
1: Yeah. Shoot me a text. Shoot me a text. Uh, yeah. Or I'll shoot you a text and let you know a couple of times I'm available in the next week or so. And let's see if we I'll can never get together again. From you.
6: <laughs> That's yeah.
7: real specific. Did you take though? it as
3: sincere, Amelia, when he said that?
7: Definitely. But like the second you said it, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
7: yeah.
1: How long ago was that? I mean, it was Halloween, so.
3: Yeah. Okay,
1: that would be October 31st, the day before the first day of November.
3: Which, boy, did that I guess sneak
1: technically up. Technically, it was Saturday the 30th, but. yeah. <laughs> oh, it was Saturday the 30th, okay. Fair,
3: Fair enough. Now. All right, anything else you think we need <laughs> to know, Amelia, before we take the break?
7: Oh, I have no idea. I mean, at this point, I think we just need to try and get
3: him. <laughs> So that's what we'll do. We'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll call Joey, Joey the Spike Protein, (laughs) and see what he thought of Amelia.
2: I was going to call it the Halloween hookup.
0: There you go, the Halloween (laughs) hookup, part two. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Okay, Amelia meets Joey at a Halloween party. She's a naughty nurse. Mm-hmm. Just the kind of woman that can handle a spike That's
1: protein. right. She'll spank that protein, won't she?
3: Well, look, it's a Halloween party. People are happy to be out. Uh, there's obvious chemistry there. Went back to her place. Said he would call her. And, of course, you know, that was the night before Halloween, so. Yeah. Now, she did say, you know, we never really, I mean, we didn't talk that much. So I'm not 100% sure if he's even single.
1: <laughs> that is probably a question that
3: should be asked. But that's all we know, right?
1: I mean, we definitely had a lot to drink.
7: so That's all I know as far as I know. Right.
1: <laughs> I know there are some people that have said that Halloween is the holiday where everyone gets laid.
2: I've heard that as well. Yep. Like,
1: And it's it not true. doesn't
2: matter. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that
1: has not been your experience? No.
3: I've never seen that man before in my life. I was with a pirate that night. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. Okay, you ready to call Joey? I think so. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Hello? Uh, Is this Spike? (laughs) I'm sorry, is this Joey? (laughs) Uh, yeah, who's this? <laughs> Joey, it's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim from the Jeff and Jen Morning Show at Q one oh two. How are you, buddy? Jeff and Jen. Hey. No <laughs> What's,
5: What's going on?
3: We were gonna ask you the same thing. What have you been up to?
5: Uh, I don't know, just chilling. What I mean, what about what about you guys? <laughs> what why are you calling me? This is
3: weird. Well, we spoke to the nurse you hooked up with at the Halloween party oh. this morning.
5: This is this a second date update? Yep. Okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, she sounds nice.
5: Listen, I'm surprised this is the first time I'm hearing from you guys. Not that I ghost a lot of women or anything, but the ones I do hook up with, are crazy enough to call you guys for sure.
3: <laughs> oh, well. I don't know. I mean, she yeah. she didn't sound crazy to us. Uh, no, no, she was cool. Yeah. Uh, are no, you with anyone? Like, are you involved in a relationship right now, or you can, do you consider yourself single?
5: Oh, I consider myself very single. Very, 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 single. very out there. Okay. Very ready. Good. You know?
3: So, because you had mentioned yeah. maybe calling her after after you guys hooked up, or you just kind of was that like a blow off, or, or?
5: no? Listen. Uh, I mean, you know, it it hasn't really been that much time and I mean she came over to my place I mean I'm excuse, me, I went over to her place and uh, you can't even uh keep it I know. You no, know, she 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 uh she she treated me, you know.
0: <laughs> she cured oh my,
5: she cured my itch if you get I mean no. I'm, I'm sorry I'm i I'm a little nervous and I tell stupid jokes when I get nervous. But I, I do crack myself up sometimes. But she was cool, like super cool.
3: So is this legit someone you'd be open to seeing again? Like, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a bit since Halloween. Yeah, I mean, it was
5: a nice hookup. But the only thing I had a, a major issue with, and it's whatever, but, like, her place had this smell. Like, it was, I don't know what the smell was, but it was it was too much. It was rough. Uh,
1: what kind of did it smell I, like? Are we talking like too perfumey? Are we talking moldy? Are we talking chemically? Cats. Kind of cats is cat-y? immediately what I thought.
3: Cat yeah, oh, animal <laughs> What are we talking? Can you identify it?
5: I couldn't tell if it was chemicals or like something was rotten in there or whatever, but it was it was just rough. Like I was able to tolerate it because like you know. <laughs> I, I I had a job to do, you know, but like I had to get out of there because it was just it was bad. Like mm. whatever the snow was, I couldn't hang out there. And you know, she's cool, but like that's snow. She's got to look into.
3: Okay, well, Joey, since you're familiar with second date update, then you already know she's on the line. She's listening to what you have yeah. to say. Let's ask Amelia. Were you aware of an odor in your home? Was there something going on that day?
7: So. <laughs> Absolutely mortified because I guess I've just like gotten used to it and don't notice anymore. Mm. But my cat got out and she had fleas when she came back. And so I had to have my condo treated for fleas. And they promised there's no odor, but they absolutely lied. Like the second I came back, I could tell. And I guess I've just gotten used to it. But yeah, it's not pleasant. (laughs) Wow, yeah, they do that. They, uh, they,
1: It's odor-free horse crap. Very right. rarely. You can, tell. you can tell. You can smell it. I hate it when they do that. Yeah, is it what? still there? Well, I guess you wouldn't know. <laughs> is it
4: you... supposed to go away after a couple of days or something?
7: They well, they're said there it it wouldn't be an easy. odor period,
3: yeah. 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 So
7: they weren't like, it'll smell for the first couple of days. They're like, it's odorless. <laughs> okay, but
3: Definitely this was weeks awesome. ago, so it's got to be fumigated by now no you would think it would be close to
7: i hope so yeah, but, but like i hadn't whole- i wasn't noticing it anymore at halloween so it sounds like i just probably got used to it
2: yeah right. that's what happens yeah. though when something you know or when you get something new you're like i don't smell it anymore but other people can
5: yeah so i got a question real quick like if there's fleas do i need to be worried that i picked up any fleas or anything
3: else in your house? i think you know by now no? yeah by now you do
7: yeah <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. the fleas are gone. <laughs> that was the whole point of the treatment. Right. Uh-huh. right. So, like, how many how many women have you slept with that you are surprised that dude, this is the first oh. time
5: you're on a second date? Up <laughs> 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 it was this a regular thing. <laughs> I was no, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was joking. None, none, really. I promise. Oh yeah. Just you, all right? Just <laughs> you, babe. Oh, no. It
2: sounds like he's backpedaling a bit, That's huh? That's
5: funny. I, listen, I, how about if I put on an exterminator costume and I come back over to your place? And, <laughs> That's so and, funny. <laughs> take care And of I this. bet it's odorless, too, I'm sure.
3: <laughs> Are you guys both down for getting together again? I mean, you both sound nice. You're, you're fun. You're funny.
5: Yeah.
3: We think we got the odor licked?
5: <laughs> I
3: mean, I'd totally be down. Yeah, I'm
7: definitely down, and I, I hope that we can go somewhere that's not my place until my place
1: is. There you go. We're coming to his place. That's where we're going this trip. Yeah. All
5: right. Come on over, and uh, maybe slightly less alcohol this time. Not not too much, but, you know, just slightly. Slightly less.
7: <laughs> just a little yeah. bit Let's less. not go crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> yes, I'm definitely down for that.
3: Okay. Sounds like a plan. Then we'll set it up. Joey, thank you for taking the call, man. Thanks for being a fan and for playing along and uh, yeah. having some fun with us. I know Amelia is excited yeah, this, to see you again. And keep in touch. This made my day. I'm telling you, this is great. I'm I'm glad we cool. don't get that very often. So glad to hear it. So we'll say goodbye to you. And Amelia, you hang on. We'll set everything up.
7: Okay. Thank you guys All so right, much. Guys. All
3: right. All right. You guys are great.
1: Awesome. All right. So if you need a little help with second date update, send us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com.
0: This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Andrea, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's Friday. Excited about the weekend. It's uh, Tim and I are celebrating a birthday this weekend. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of fun. Some people don't like (laughs) birthdays.
1: It's really funny because yeah. the two guys, you know, you're a day apart. Fritch and I are just six days apart. Yeah, at birthdays,
4: different years. Isn't that but weird? um
1: Yeah. Yes, it is weird. That's weird.
4: I know. Two Scorpios, oh. two Gemini's.
2: Yep. I know. It's I have a weird attraction thing for Scorpios too. Like Scott's a Scorpio. My previous boyfriends Happy have been birthday Scorpios. To Scott too.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah,
3: his is is his on the nineteenth as well.
2: Same day as Tim. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's what I thought. So yeah, it's it's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. There's cake. Yeah, it
2: sounds like it. I had a piece of
3: cake last night.
2: What kind? Oh,
3: it was uh, like a tangerine white chocolate cake from the Bon Bonner. You know, they have different cake flavors depending on the month. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And I've never tried that. I I had neither until last night, and it was quite good. We tore through half of it. I was supposed to bring in the other half today, and I completely forgot. It's sitting in the fridge.
1: Boo.
3: You know, bring it back yeah. in later for the rest of the crew. Anyway, we're going to try to win you $1,000. That would be a fun. Yeah. Happy birthday to me. You win (laughs) $1,000.
1: Right. Right. That would
3: be great. (laughs) So let's see what letter you have here in the envelope. Go from there. Okay. All right. So it says here you have the letter D.
1: That's a pretty Mm -hmm. good letter.
3: Yep. Yeah.
1: I have a feeling there's more, though.
3: Yes. Is there more? She can go with the letter D. P, as in Penelope, okay. if she prefers. So you can go with D, David, or D P, Penelope. D. That's completely up to you.
6: Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and stay with D. All
3: right. Stay with the letter D. I like it. D's and D is in David.
1: like it. So you know the rules. 30 seconds uh, to answer 10 questions that begin with D. Don't repeat okay. any of your answers. And the key to winning, we believe, is to pass quickly. Okay. Okay. All right.
3: All right. We got thirty seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question.
1: So here we go with the letter D. Name something fun to do for the holidays. Decorate something blue. Tip something cold. Tip something square. Pass something you read. Pass a sport. Yeah. A clothing item. Denim. An ice cream flavor. Double chocolate chip. A, a verb. Dance. Oh, dance was a good verb. Dodgeball. Dodgeball for sure on the sport. Yep. A clothing item, I thought. Dickie. Oh, oh yeah. Dickie's, yeah. <laughs> Something <laughs> I love you love read.
3: That. I went to death of a salesman.
2: There There's you go. Diary.
3: That's so random. with a diary. The, that's a yeah, diary. Oh, diary yeah. would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something yeah. square.
2: You could have said donut, maybe. Uh, would you say a sport dodgeball? Yeah,
4: dodgeball. Yeah,
3: dodgeball. Yeah, dodgeball. Yeah. Well, pretty good. And we learned something about dodgeball this morning, Tim.
4: Yeah, UC has the number one dodgeball team in the nation.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, you even know they had a dodgeball team. <laughs> I didn't either, that's right? <laughs> it's probably a club
4: sport, but still, that's pretty cool that, uh, you know, they're number yeah. one in the country.
1: That is a yeah. that is something.
4: That's
3: pretty great. Yep. Oh. Well, you didn't win the money, but we love talking to you.
1: Right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Yeah,
3: you got any big plans you. this weekend or are you gonna lay low?
6: Um, no, not really. Probably just hanging out. Okay.
3: We'll enjoy that.
6: Mm-hmm. Thank you.
3: All right, we'll talk to you next time.
2: Thanks, guys. See
6: yeah,
5: you bye.
3: Bye. Bye. What'd you get me, Fridge?
2: Uh, I brought you in some presents since uh, it is your birthday. Um, I did buy Jeff some Prosecco because he. So one of the listeners called in, what was it, earlier this week? It was like, no, I drink that thing in the blue bottle with the whatever. We were both like, oh, Lamar. La oh, LaMarca Prosecco. Immediately, we both were like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. So that's why I got that for you, just because, you know. Oh, sweet. I was hoping, you, since you knew what it was, I was hoping you'd drink it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We'll definitely
4: use that. And I have turned into my Uncle Dave. I'm just bringing brown bags. I love that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Your present is coming when you come back, actually. That's cool. Yeah, no worries. Uncle Tim. Yeah. It's
5: gonna anything,
1: The, the so. celebration will continue because right. I left yours at home. All good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then I got Jeff a really funny card because uh, it really made me feel like ah! it was him. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Don't open it. Don't open it, Tim. Go ahead.
3: Birthdays are a great opportunity to pause, look around, and be grateful for all the good things in your life. Or at least that's what you can tell people you're doing if you walk into a room and forget why you're there. There you go. Happy birthday. There you go. Very good. And
2: then I got Tim a really funny gift, which he just opened. It's a calendar. (laughs) Which I got you a calendar because you often will give a gift of a calendar. That's true.
4: It's, it's towers. a towers. It's a bunch of nature f- photos, yes. things around the world that happen <laughs> to look like.
2: They're very phallic. Man parts.
4: Oh, God. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> <An> erection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, it's can't we, funny,
2: though. Look I at the back of, of it. Look at the back. It's hilarious. The pictures are hilarious. <laughs> nature,
1: it's nature. Well, it's that, not, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's called plant?
2: nature's bleep shots. Oh let my me God. see. I just thought that was something funny.
3: Any other job, any other company, you would be so be fired, fired right now. It's fine. So- but, and this
2: and
0: then
2: doormat? it's cacti, and Jeff. Then, How, could cacti? How could she get
1: fired for cacti? Well,
2: because it has the C word oh, on there.
1: Yeah. Well, so it's a I- doormat,
2: <laughs> and one of the listeners actually suggested, they sent me a message and said, you should buy this for Tim, and I'm hoping you don't already have it.
4: Hold on. Hold on. We're probably not wearing pants. That is the damn truth. That's really Chris funny. we will have some on, but I don't. So
2: that's why one of the listeners said that to me to get for you. I was like, you know what? I am going to buy Hilarious. him this. Hilarious. Yeah. Love it. But the oh, calendar God. was solely my idea.
3: That's awesome.
4: <laughs> we were out driving around doing some things uh, earlier this week in the uh, the Q102 Bronco, and Fritch's man, Scott, texted her and said, I yes. found another thing for Tim's birthday.
2: Yes. <laughs> and, and it, it was, was a chicken recipe cookbook.
3: Yes. Yeah. Specifically- but it was called the C-word cookbook. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is, wow. Thank you, man. This is great. Yeah, that's a- uh, we like that. bottle of Italian red there.
4: We like that one. We thought you and Kristen Thanks could. roll yep. Share that either uh, with your wine night group or just the two of you.
3: Absolutely.
4: Dig in. (laughs) You got it. And thanks to uh, Cindy, who dropped off some cookies earlier this morning. Yes. Working over at MedPay. That was super nice. so
2: sweet. I love Cindy.
3: Tearing into those. She
2: said, make sure that the guys get these. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know I will because I want to eat some of them. Wink, wink. Yeah.
3: All right. It's 830 (laughs) weather-wise, mostly cloudy skies today. And it's not going to get any warmer than it is now. We're at 61. That's our forecasted high Uh, The rain moving in, most of that stuff, most of the heavy stuff anyway, will be right around lunchtime. Expected to taper off late this afternoon into the This is the Jeff and
0: Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2: from Pleasant Run Elementary teaching first grade and welcome to
4: our school. Who is someone that you want to say thank you to today?
5: Miss Spray because she's been kind to me a yeah. lot. My sister. She's always kind to me, and she always makes food with me. My mom. Why? Because she cooks for me.
4: little tuna casserole. What about you? Who do you want to say thank you to today?
7: Everybody. (laughs) Because I love everybody.
4: I like that spirit, man. You got any advice for everyone out there that needs a little, little smile, a little sunshine in their day? Who do you want to say thank you to?
5: Mrs. Rutgers. Because she made my dreams come true.
4: What are your dreams?
5: To be rich.
4: Who do you want to say thank you to?
5: Um, My grandma. She go to the store and buy us snacks.
4: Who do you want to say thank you to today?
5: Well, it's a good time to say thank you if you see any veterinarians because it's going to be veterinarian's day soon, so you should say thank you to all the veterinarians.
4: You know what I'm doing after I leave here? What? I'm taking my two dogs to the veterinarian.
5: That's cool.
4: When is a good time to say thank you?
5: When
7: your mom buys Fortnite for you for one year.
4: Did she do that? No. Who do you want to say thank you to?
5: To a soldier, all of them. I just want to be respectful to them.
4: You wanna say thanks to your dad?
5: Yeah. Because he gave me a dinosaur.
4: Who do you wanna say thank you to?
5: My dad, because he gives me ice cream every day.
4: What's a good time to say thank you?
5: When they give you a present, they say thank you.
4: Yeah, what about if I hold the door for you? Is that a good time for you to say thank you? Yes. Why did you pick this desk? I'm only asking because I always pick the desk on the side or the back myself. I think something happened to me in a f- past life, and so I just want to be protected.
5: Because Miss Spray asked me from a long time ago, like when the went to first aid school. She asked if she wants to be helpful to sit right here.
4: Oh, so you're in the helper seat?
5: Yep. Happy-
4: Pleasant Run Elementary School, that's Mrs. Spray's class. We visited
3: them before. Yep,
4: we have been there before. And I believe that uh, when I was there, it was the day before Veterans Day.
2: Oh, and that's why she thought Veterinarian's Day, Oh, C- vet's day.
4: Correct, oh. correct. <laughs> which had the best. best? I didn't realize that until after I had left and listened to the audio. I'm like, oh, how cute. Super cute! Yeah, this so, is super yeah. cute. Nice. I'm
3: sure there is a National Veterinarian's oh, yeah. Day at some point during the.
2: Oh, year. Oh yeah, there sure there has to be. There's a day for everything, right?
3: Very cool. Okay, uh, everybody, say hello to our newest Best Friends Club member. This is, help me out with the pronunciation of your last name, Jill Timpy. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, you said it correct. Jill Timpy, everybody. <laughs> Morning. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am well. How are you all doing? Oh, good. I was just describing the cake that we had from the Bon last night, and it was the shavings of white chocolate, these little shavings of white chocolate around the side of the cake, and mm-hmm. it was like white frosting, I guess, with yellow cake, and it was this sort of tangerine cream filling. Ooh. It was really Yum. good. Sounds
1: amazing, doesn't it?
3: And we tore through about half of it last night. I was supposed to bring in the rest for the crew, and I forgot it sitting in the refrigerator.
1: <laughs> well, that's
6: terrible. I know. I'll have to make you all a cake.
3: Yes, because you make cakes and you love to decorate cakes. Is that right?
6: Yes, I like to do that for fun. It's something I do for the people that I love. And how I'm tricky. making one today. Are you really? Yes, for my mother-in-law. Her birthday was yesterday, so we're doing a celebration tomorrow.
3: Oh. Now, so, yeah. can you give us some intel as to what it's going to look like or how you're decorating it? How fancy yeah, there's going to be
6: a... It's going to be a two-layer cake, and it's going to be fall theme. So I'm going to have, like, cute little trees and glitter and all that fun stuff.
3: Nice. Yeah, really- I'm not. Great. It's funny. I I consider myself, I'm not a gourmet cook by any means, but I, you know, I can follow a recipe. I can get by in the kitchen. But when it comes to baking, I suck at it because it's so. <laughs> it, it's such an exact science. Like, you yeah. can't screw it up even a little bit or you ruin it. <laughs>
6: True, true. I've had hockey pucks in my life. Trust me, (laughs) because I forget about it, or (laughs) I'm like, oh, it just needs five more minutes, and then two minutes later, it's killed. So I get it. (laughs) I also
2: hate my oven when it comes to making cookies, and I feel like the oven is such a (sighs) crucial part of baking as well.
6: It really is, and you have to find like the right pans. And I have a special cookie sheet, and it's the only I do one sheet at a time. And my mom's like, you're crazy, and I'm like, nope, got to do it this way because if not, it jacks up my cookies. I can't have
3: that yeah I, there was one time where i i was gonna make a cake and i, I was all excited and i'm thinking how hard can it be i just got to follow the recipes right so i made sure i had all the mm-hmm. ingredients and then i go in the kitchen and i i read the instructions and it said uh you'll need a spring form pan which immediately i'm like what's that what the hell is that? i don't even know what that is <laughs> oh yeah and that yep. project was over before it even began <sighs> yeah oh my gosh <laughs>
2: See, like i don't
3: think that's something can't... everyone owns no I'm sorry,
2: i, I as for isn't that for like cheesecakes,
6: yeah, cheesecakes certain I mean there's certain types of cake they can do in it, so, but cheesecake's the main one, right
2: My favorite thing that Jeff ever tried to do was I don't even remember what you were making, but it called for wasn't it didn't it call for like cocoa Lopez or something, and you put chocolate cocoa in it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was something like that. Excuse me. Something like that one time. But yeah. I remember you being like, well, I didn't have any cocoa. Lopes, no. so I just put some baking chocolate yeah, in Yeah, that it.
3: was a disaster. Yeah. So embarrassing. So I don't even That's try. hilarious. Anymore, right? Yeah. Just know your role. Stay right. in your lane. Stay
7: in your lane. I'm just yeah. going to eat. Keep <laughs> with radio, right?
3: That's it. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. Well, so you're killing me right now. You and your husband have been together for how long now?
6: Uh, that's like a long. We just got married last summer, but we've been together for like ten years. Yeah, so. I'm,
3: we're not. Gonna, I'm not judging Nobody you. In this room is going to judge you for <laughs> that. Uh, Kristen and I, mean, I were together for thirteen years before we got married.
1: Same, correct.
3: Yeah, but you met I, your I mean, husband. I remember all those stories. You met your husband at Great American Ballpark. I assume the No, a no,
6: no, 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 no. No, we have our first date. Oh, there. your
3: first date was at Great American yeah, Ballpark. We, that's yeah. right. We
6: worked at a restaurant together back in 94, and so we've been friends all these years, and then we just, you know, we dated way back in the day, and then, you know, you're at different points in your life, you know, it's okay, you're going to go your way, I'm going to go my way, and then we reconnected, and the rest is history.
3: Wow, that's great. That's it's, cool. It's a long story. Did you always <laughs> yeah. feel, did you feel that he was sort of like your quote-unquote soulmate? I hate to use that phrase, but did you I feel mean, yeah, it, because- it then in the very beginning and just... <laughs> Tabled that because well, the circumstances weren't right?
6: Funny story. Well, no, we work in a restaurant. I was married at the time to my first husband, and that, and him and my first husband were friends and oh, everything, you know, and it. then, yeah, but like, it, you know, so it's like when my husband and I went our separate ways, like it was a while before he wouldn't even ask me out on a date.
0: And yeah. I think we,
6: the first time we went, we, my sister kind of tagged along because it was just like, this is awkward and yes. everything. Weird. But then, it, you know, was that just it, it to- just went.
3: Was that just to make it feel less like a date, like more like, hey, we're just getting together, perfectly innocent, totally okay.
6: (laughs) Probably, yeah. Yeah. Did you have kids
1: from the first marriage?
6: Yeah. And they all
1: so they all knew him already?
6: Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. My my son was, gosh, he was three four Mm. four when they first met. So
1: yeah.
3: That's awesome. Well, so your first date Mm. was at Great American ballpark. And you ultimately ended up getting married in front of Great American Ballpark right before the 21 Pilots concert.
6: Yes. Yes. It was so much fun. It was just like a quick, like, let's, you know, we both got married. Let's not do this big hoopla thing. So I love I that. the minister to meet us down there and wow, and we got married. Yeah. Good so for you. Funny. And then went down and was down on the, you know, on the ground level for the concert and partied. And yeah, it was a great day.
3: Making memories. Nice. I, like that. I know. Well, we're yeah, happy to so. have you in the Best Friends Club. Thank you for being a part of our radio family. That means the world to us. We're happy to have you, and we just love talking to you and getting to know you. And
6: mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being such a big part of my life. I've been with you guys since the beginning and even before you even came on the Q102, and I followed Tim's journey, Fritch's journey, yours journey. Like, it, it's just, I don't know, you guys are like family, so thank you.
3: We feel the same. You bring a lot yeah. to Cincinnati. Yeah, oh, We love that. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. And we You're can't welcome. wait to meet you in person sooner than later.
2: All right. Perfect.
3: All right. You, like ne- plan. you need to talk to nope, her. She's good to go. Just
2: stop by and pick up okay. your jersey, okay? Okay. we Will do.
3: Okay. Awesome. Coming up, this is big, big exciting news. Taylor Swift news that's been
0: embargoed. Thanks for listening